Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Talk It Through with Jack Hale and James Coxie-Sleeve. Today's guest is Cly News and you can find them on YouTube, TikTok and Instagram. And we're live. Thanks for coming on, Cly News. It's great to have you on. And the first question I want to ask you is, who are the people that motivate you? Um, somebody that... I, the, the person that probably motivates me the most is someone called Prince Donnell. I'm not too sure if you've seen him, but he's an American entrepreneur. I think he's about 26 and he's big in the um, accounting industry and the way that he posts on Instagram like his content is just so motivational and that's really what kind of got me started in the first place that his content is just all about how to become a better man how to become a better entrepreneur and I feel like he just fills in the gaps where a lot of the other speakers don't really hit and I feel like it's really personal as well the way that he hits to me because he, he's a big advocate for black people coming about and rising because a lot of the time they don't really have that when you look out there's not really many black entrepreneurs that's actually out there that's showing people how to actually grow and how to be a good role model it's just a lot of them are just the rappers the footballers and they're not really showing the very good role they're not really very good role models to us and when you have somebody like him that's proper doing it and he's young as well and the things that he talks about it's just that like proper, but it's like he's schooling you in a way as well. And I feel like it's not just like these other entrepreneurs that kind of sell you dreams, just try to sell you something. I feel like he's really authentic with it and really trying to grow people. So yeah, uh, Prince Donald would definitely be the one for me. Yeah, you're talking out there about role models. And I think Marcus Rashford and what he's done of recent times, I think he is a real role model and how he has developed as a person. Is He's a he's a credit to himself and a credit to the people around him because what he's done is, is simply amazing. But are you one of them people who more looks into like Gary V's side of it where he might be like a bit more businessy instead of motivational or are you purely down the route of like just motivation? Um, to be honest, I'm not really a big fan of Gary V because I feel like the, his style, it doesn't really work for me because I'm the type of person that I know what I want in life and I know the kind of route that I want. But I feel like with Gary Vee, he's more of the, if you don't really know what you want to do, then he's really good for you because he's like, get off your ass, go and do this, go and do that. But I feel like I need to be spoke to in a way where it's like, I'm just guided more than told what to do. Because I feel like it just depends on your personality type, what type of person you want. But with my kind of style, I'm just going through the personal development stage within myself right now. So I'm just listening to more motivational people along with the business side as well because I've been around business since school days. I've always been, I was selling sweets, cookies and um, drinks in school. So I like I've always just been around that kind of hustling side. So it's like, when you've been doing that, like you've always had the business side around you, but it's the personal development side and just getting the mindset to becoming successful and to become where you want to be, that's really important. And that's just what I'm trying to aim towards right now. Yeah, I think it is interesting. I've seen something on this morning the other day about uh, this lad who used to sell in a school and he, he extended it across loads of schools and he ended up like, making loads of money off it. But you were saying about, you know, what you want to do in the future. What is that? Can you enlighten us? Um, so, right, like my, probably my biggest, one of my biggest goals is that I want to open up a mixed martial arts gym. So I currently do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and I want to have a scheme where... Um, I'll have like a little schooling system in a way. So I want to have like, 
So I'd have like a little section for like the disadvantaged children where I want to have like a little system for them where I'll provide education, I'd provide that entrepreneurship um, skills. And I just want them to see, I just want to give them opportunity that they didn't have because like when I was about 10 years old, I remember I wanted to do football and do boxing at the same time, but then I couldn't afford to do that. So I had to choose either football or boxing. And it's like, now I'm not doing football, but I'm doing the martial arts. So it's like, if I was able to start the boxing back then, what skills would I still have now? And it's like, the one thing that I did choose to do, it has no use for me right now. But when you start martial arts from young, it gives you discipline. It teaches you so much respect for other people. And I feel like if everybody had the opportunity to do martial arts, because it's not a cheap sport, but if everybody had the opportunity to do martial arts, I feel like this world would be a much better place because it teaches you respect for any gender. It teaches you respect for any age group. And when you're in that nice space where it doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, and everyone wants to help each other, having that mentality from young would just help this, this world be a much better place. Yeah. So that's, that's a really big goal that I want to have. That I want to have my own gym. Probably in, I'm not too sure, but I'll probably have in a different country, maybe like Norway or Switzerland, something like that. I'm trying to get out of here, but something like that. I'm not too sure, but that's definitely what probably my biggest um, goal for myself. Yeah, I completely agree. Like with what you said about the discipline and stuff, because obviously I've boxed when I was a kid and um, I've done not very much, but a little bit of, of mixed martial arts. And mm. it, the discipline it gives you is like unbelievable. And no one cares when you're getting punched in the face. Doesn't matter who you're getting mm. punched in the face by. It's, it, it does discipline you. But obviously that's your path sort of mapped out. But right at the start, what was it that made you post like that first video? Um, so it was at the start of lockdown where, to be fair, I came back out of uni and it was a bit of a weird time because obviously I was going out a lot in uni and then it just came back to uni was getting shut down early and I was just home and I was just thinking that I was meant to be at uni right now. I was just watching Netflix a lot at the start and after I thought to myself, all right, cool, let me stop this now. What skills do I really want to work on within myself that I've been neglecting all this time? Because I just used lockdown as an opportunity to look at myself. After I got past that initial little stage, I just looked at lockdown as an opportunity to be like, all right, cool, let me see what I need to improve on. <clears throat> and I always used to hate um, doing videos in front of people and actually putting myself out there. So then I thought to myself, let me put myself out there. Let me try and um, do TikTok. Because what my, one of my goals is that I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to be on YouTube as well. And I knew I'd, I'd hate doing the videos and everything. So I was like, let me ease myself into it and start with TikTok. And then um, I was doing my TikTok videos. At the start, I was doing like half funny ones and then half serious ones as well. I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go into. And after I started to get a lot of, um, a lot of people messaging me saying they really like the motivational stuff. So I was like, all right, cool, let me keep this up. So if I've always been like a motivational kind of person, but I never really put it out there in that way. And then after I started to do that, a lot of people were messaging me saying, keep it up, keep it up. And like the one day that I wouldn't post, people would always message me and be like, oh, what happened today? And it's like, people actually care about what I put out and it's really helping people. And then from there, I've just kept it up. So that's, that's why I've done the first video. Yeah, you said about starting at the start of lockdown. I think what we found a lot of people that have come on this podcast, they've almost done the same thing but you said at the start and we'll come to you you ticked off in a minute but you said about going to university and i've seen you do a video on saying why it might not be best for you what's your mm. outlook on university for you personally 
um, for university, I feel like unless you're going to be, unless you're 100% sure that you want to, um, you need a degree for what you want to do in the future, then it's fine to go. But a lot of people, I feel like it all depends on like your outtake on university. What are you going for in the first place? Because if you're going for fun and you can afford to go for fun, then that's fine. You can go. But if you can't afford to go for fun and you're just out there trying to force a lifestyle in a way, because when you're in university, that's something that I felt personally is that like, it's very easy to get sucked in and you're just around all these people and then you'll be going home after and you're like, right, this is how I'm actually living at home. And I'm, go I'm out here in uni living my best life. But when it comes to your home situation, that like you're not even looking after your family anymore, you're just thinking about drinking every day at uni, and it just comes to a matter of your priorities and how far do you really want to go in life? Do you want to be chilling with the people where they can afford to be messing about? Or do you want to be trying to sort out your life so you can give the life that your family deserves? So it all just depends on, I feel like it depends on your family situation and what your goals are in life. Because a lot of people, they are in a good position that are in university and it's very easy to get sucked in and make you feel like you're a part of that as well, when you might not be. Yeah, um, what, what was it that you specifically did at uni? Uh, I done quantity surveying. To be fair, I, I did really enjoy it, but for me, because I'm not there anymore, but um, I did really enjoy it, but what I was doing is I was networking with quite a few people within the property industry. So I'd be meeting some people like every other week. And the thing is, what I found was that a lot of the stuff that I was learning in university, the guy was teaching me himself and I was just going to different property sites and I was seeing all these um, floor plans, I was seeing all these buildings come to life itself and I was just, when I was in university, I was just getting little printout sheets of the same thing, like I wasn't really getting any trips, getting to see anything, somebody actually experienced within the game actually doing it, that him actually showing me everything and there's no better experience than actually being there live in person being able to see it like a sheet of paper isn't going to do anything that's why after two years usually they want you to do a um the um what's it called the placement year so it's really important that as soon like if you jump into it straight away and they're just showing you everything then that really helps you to excel your learning yeah i like what you said about networking but i think it's important and even though uni like might not be for you or uni might not be for other people when you do make decisions like that, I think making the best out of them is important for anyone. So like when you were there, you, you're networking with people in property and obviously a lot of millionaires are involved in property. So that's going to be an asset for the future that I think you've you've started early and it's going to be beneficial. Yeah, well, you're networking with people over there as well and you never know what them, them people are going to do when when you're there, when they're there. But going back to your TikTok and how, how it's grown and what do you think the next step is to take it to the new next next level is it posting more on tiktok or maybe posting more on youtube um right now i've kind of slowed down posting on tiktok and i'm trying to convert it to instagram because like as everybody knows the followers that you have on tiktok don't really represent everything and i'm trying to get to be fair that like, right now i just post more of a like i don't expect to get paid i don't expect anything like that i'm not doing it for that but I'm just doing it because I know that I help people. Like right now, when I was doing my YouTube videos, I'd be doing them at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 7 a.m. sometimes because I'm during the day, I'm just busy. I'm just trying to grind. I'm trying to work on myself. And I just shout out all of that. And it's like before 9 o'clock and before um, 
10 o'clock and so after uh, after 10 o'clock in the evening i have my personal time where i'll do anything outside of any any of that so that's what i was saying to you boys to um if we could do the podcast either early or late because that's the best time for me when i'm not having to have any distractions but um oh sorry what was the question again <laughs> sorry i ended up coming, coming what, what's your next step like what the oh way sorry to- yeah so i want to diverse more onto instagram now um, because I feel like with Instagram, it's more, there's a much bigger um, audience and it's a lot easier to actually network with people as well. Because on TikTok, I think you only have to be friends with them as well for you to actually be able to message them. And it's like the followers, you just get followers after like one video. And it's like, do them followers actually just care or they just clicked it just because of that one video? But I feel like with Instagram, because if somebody really cares about your content, they're going to message you. You can have amazing conversations with them and you can really resonate with people a lot easier. And I feel like they just people just take Instagram as a much um, more serious platform. So I just want to diverse more into there. And then with YouTube in the future, um, I'm definitely going to jump back onto that when I have a bit more free time. But my big dream was to do um, more travel um, travel content on YouTube because that, that's my passion, traveling. So I really wanted to do that. So I'll probably mix it up into like a bit of the motivational content and the traveling content as well. And then just have like different little sides of that. But um, yeah, I definitely think it's going to be more Instagram and YouTube for the future. Yeah, people 100% take Instagram more seriously. I think you, you can just tell by people's accounts, like you're on Instagram and the pictures are edited and the captions are nice and then you're on TikTok and it's like they're just posting loads and loads of videos. So people are more careful with the followers. And like you said, if they are following you on Instagram, they probably genuinely do care about what you're saying and like mm. actually want to engage. Um, but we'll move on to your traveling as well because I saw that on your account. But firstly, I want to talk about getting a thousand uh, subscribers on YouTube before even posting a video. What what happened there? Oh yeah, no, that was sick. Now to be fair, I just kind of I tried I kind of just worked out the um, the way that TikTok works because I feel like they have a few trigger words. Like if you say um, go onto my Instagram or something like that, I think when you say Instagram, they start to trigger stuff like that. So what I was doing is. I just put a little screenshot of my um, my YouTube at the end of each video. And then obviously the one that does go viral, everyone would have seen your YouTube at the end of it. So then they would have gone straight to your YouTube straight from that video. Because let's say, even if 100K people saw it, if you do if you do that, the conversion, if even 1% of people um, went to your YouTube from that, I think that's like, what, 1%? I'm sorry, that's like um, 100 people that would have gone to subscribe. So it all just needs that that one video to do good and then a lot of people just go straight to it so that's i was just pumping it i was just promoting it at the end of each video and then obviously each video um a certain amount of people would come and then i just went from there man i think i've done it in like two or three weeks something like that something silly like that but yeah it's crazy man yeah that's a good technique it might be something that we need to look into but you said before about making money well not making you're not making money but Maybe talking about you are making money and because you're in something like where you post about motivational things, do you think people could see that of you taking advantage of them or would you never ever look at it as, I want to make money from this? Oh, because if I'm honest, that I just do the content because I know it makes people happy and a lot of that like, is more the messages that I get that I do it for because I don't need to, like, I honestly don't need to do this right now. Like it's not, it's not paying me it's not doing anything and I don't expect it to pay me I'm just doing it because it makes me happy and it makes other people happy so that's why because at the start that 
I could talk about so many different hustles, so many different things that I've tried. I could have spoke about all that financial stuff, but I feel like it's really important that you're not selling people dreams. You're not making it seem a lot easier than it actually is. Because if I was to, if I was to do a video on how hard it is to be an entrepreneur, how hard it is to get these side hustles, then people don't want to see that. People want to see oh, how to make one million pounds in a week. People want to see that people are going to click onto them videos, even though they know it's, it's unrealistic that people want to know how to do this, how to do that when it comes to money. But when it comes to that actual mindset, people aren't, people don't really want to click on that as much. And I feel like the entrepreneurs that are more, they're doing it more for the clickbait. They'll do all these massive figures in their YouTube videos, for example, because they know that's what people are going to pick, pick on. And they know that a lot of the um, youth, they're very naive and they'll be like, yeah, that's true. But I would never click on a video like that because I know it's not true. And I've been, within the, the entrepreneur industry for how long and I know that it's if if it was that easy everybody would be a, a millionaire you know what I mean so it's like for me I feel like I've kept it 100% real and that's why like my followers aren't that big like, I don't have that many people towards me because I've just kept it real but I know that when you kept it real from the start and you're doing content that's actually good it, the longer it takes the stronger your foundation is because when you've gone into such a niche and you've been such a unique type of person, there's how many people doing videos saying about money, this, money, that. But when you've got yourself, when you're just doing something within yourself, the longer it takes, the stronger the connection you're going to build with people. And when you build them people, they're not going to go anywhere because they're not going to find another client news out there. You know what I mean? But these financial people, you're going to find one here, one there, that's all the same. And the thing is what they do as well, a lot of them just want to give you a little snippet so they can you can go to their course straight after and when there's people like that it's like obviously you've got to make your money but when people have their courses and stuff it's like is the content out there re do you really care or is it just for the money is what you're saying really authentically you're just trying to give me a little piece of the pie so i can just buy the rest you know what i mean and then after that you don't really care about them so i feel like it's more people like that that you kind of need to watch out for and yeah yeah, I think, like, to add on to what you said there about the course, there's, you've got to strike a balance in what you were saying about people might look at you and think, oh, you're only putting it out for the money. I know Graham Stefan, I've mentioned Graeme Stefan loads, and he's really good at that because his content's really good, and he, he seems to be at the most authentic, one of the most authentic people in that space, like in the financial space. But then he does have a course, and it's not like every video he's got all goals to me course. It's just linked there if you want to use it. There's a money back guarantee on it as well and it's like it's not promising you anything so i think as long as you're honest with people and you sort of strike a balance i think you, you, you'll be all right yeah you said cliff by before and i see loads of like things come up on my tiktok about how to make a million in a month and if you look at it like like you said as well like everyone would be doing it like everyone would be a millionaire which they're not so it just goes to show that none of this stuff is real but they are getting attention because people are watching the videos people are buying the courses but you said about not giving your financial advice away. Would that ever be something that you'd like to not give away, but help people with? Yeah, of course. I, my end goal is always to help other people. But I want to be in a solid, solid position where I can be able to give out that advice because I'm a very big advocate for if somebody's going to teach you, you need to be, in the, you need to be um, doing the things that you're saying and you need to be in a position to be doing that. And like the amount of times I like could even at the start, not at the start, but like maybe like a month after TikTok, I was thinking that saying that would actually give me a lot of views. Doing that title would get me a lot of views, but I'm not going to do it because that's not me. 
like, I might even type it and then like, I'm like, no, let me not do that because I don't want to be like the other people. And the people that have done that, I've seen their accounts boom now and then they're getting a lot of hate now because they're on the other side that people are saying, oh, they're, they're fake this, they're fake that. And I don't want to be like that. And that's not within my personality at all. And I just want to keep it real from the start. And if that means I'm going to blow later on or whatever happens later on, then it, that, that's it. But I'm just trying to document my journey. That whether this, It's not even a fact of whether it works or not because I'm not really trying to make it work. I'm just happy. It's more of just a hobby for me. Like I just enjoy making other people happy. And that just gives me the satisfaction within itself that this isn't what I'm trying to, I'm not trying to make a living out of this. I'm just doing it because it makes me happy. But if it turns out that it does turn into something, then happy days as well. But yeah, I just want to keep it real from the start. I don't want anyone to be able to say he was fake, he was this and that, because that's not within my personality at all. And I've just tried to help people from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, you mentioned actually about um, people getting hate on, on TikTok for, for doing that. One of the people we've had on half of his TikTok videos, like calling out scammers, and mm. you see in the comments and they always have a little following as well that like jumps on the video and it's like oh these are real these are these are legit and all that and then mm. you find out but they, they keep going it's like there's so many people and you don't blame the people especially if they're 14 15 16 you can't blame yeah. because if they were taught if you, if you went to school and you were taught about how hard it is to actually earn money and how hard it is to set up a side hustle or whatever you wouldn't be sucked into that but you're not so you can't expect mm. them to to understand but you see them and they'll be called out. So the person we've had on, he's called Luke and he's got he's got a good number of followers. He's got a couple of tens of thousands of followers mm. and he'll make a video and then there'll be, what it depends on the person, but some of them, I know one, one person that, that he did the other day, um, he had them on, on his video and everyone sort of gave him like hate and no one was really defending him. But then mm. I know the people he's called out and all the, all the people defend him defend the people that he, he called out and they'll they'll still believe it and it's like at some point it's it's your fault if you're going to keep being warned then you're going to keep being told like this person isn't real this you actually can't do this you i think at some point it, it's it's going to be your fault yeah i think i think scammers people do get onto them after a while because of people like them who post videos about them and just more known in the comments now you see people getting more slagged off but when you left university and to where you are now you said about your mindset changing almost massively was tiktok a big help in that yeah tiktok was definitely a big help because it grew a lot of confidence within myself and the amount of people that i met through um, tiktok as well now that i've become good friends with so many people and i feel like when i was in university i felt like i was alone because a lot of people like, don't get me wrong like, i love partying and everything but I felt like I got kind of lost in the lifestyle. I started to forget how, I started to forget what was really important. And that's being able to get my family in a better um, position. And when you're in university, it's like you've got your own place, you've got your friends up there, you're far away. You start to forget what, how it is at home. And a lot of the people, because their mindset's just about partying, 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 just for the now. They don't care about the future. They're just here. They just, they don't care if they blow, like some people blowing like 15,000 in one term and it's just like I can't really be around people like that like the, the biggest turning point was for me was one time when um, one of my friends was going to my going to a seminar and then I had a um, property meeting that I was going to and then he was like to me bro you know you've got a seminar and I was like bro I know I've got a meeting right now though and then it was like how can I be paying all this money 
to be taught by somebody that's not even in the position that I'd want to be in. I'm paying good money. If I paid an entrepreneur £10,000, £9,000, wherever the tuition fee is, to teach me for a month, I promise you I'd come out with an immense amount of knowledge. I'd be ready to get straight into the game. But I'm at, people are out here spending 9000 for the year. They're still coming out. They're confused. And it's just not making sense. So, but um, in terms of my mindset since then, I've just been able to sit down and come away from that environment, be be around people that's a lot more positive through social media as well. And I've just been starting to read a lot more now. I'm just starting to grow myself a lot, to find out a lot more about myself and just get that space where people aren't really, people aren't judging you as well. And because if you're, if you read in uni, people will probably be thinking, ah, oh, what you're, you're reading instead of going out, all of this is just all of that negative toxic energy that you don't need to be around. And it's just a very hard um, environment to be around. But yeah, my mindset's just grown a lot since then, man. And I'm very grateful for TikTok, grateful for being away from that environment and just being able to continuously grow myself now. Yeah, I think one thing you did actually mention in there was people um, have, to, have the party mindset and they only care about now. But how much of that do you think is is only caring about now and thinking I'll deal with the future later? And how much of that do you think is that universities being sold as so safe that they think just by being there, they are automatically thinking for the future. Because a lot of them, they're not, so the people that I came across, a lot of them, they're not even there for the degree that they're doing. They just, they just got into university just so they could be there. And like a lot of people as well, like when I actually asked them, do you actually like your degree? They're like, no, I don't. And me thinking, I'm thinking, so you're spending all that money and you don't even like the degree you're doing. And then again, it comes back to what I said um, before, that if you can afford to go to university and you can afford to mess about, like your parents are in a good situation, everything like that. Listen, university is a great place if you can afford to be there. You know what I mean? But if you're there to be serious and get your work done and be able to come out there with something, then it's very hard to be around in, um, the, um, the kind of people that, it's very hard to find them, them small minority amount of people that are actually there to just focus and just sit down and get their head down. So it's very, it's very hard to be around that environment if you want to be serious. Yeah, would you, would you call it a comfort zone for some people? Because maybe they see it as something, I can, I can stay here for, for a few years while it'll give me a bit of peace. And then, yeah, 100%. Was that with something you agree with? Yeah, 100%, because I feel like a lot of people as well, they've just, because of the way the school system's been, they'll say, go to school, go to sixth form, go to university, get your job. That's just been what's been um, put into people from young. So it's like, do they even know anything else? Do they even know that apprenticeships exist? Do they even know that you could just start working straight away? When, when, you've, when a lot of people just been going through that same system, they don't really know anything else. And they just go to university because they just think that's the next step they haven't got anything else for them. And it's like, when you're in sixth form as well, they're telling you to make your personal statement straight away. They're not telling you, try to find out what you really want to do for yourself. Try to um, do some personal development skills. Like there's no little time where you can start working on yourself. They tell you to read, find a personal development book, try to find a motivator that really motivates you or anything like that. It's just straight away, do your personal statement. We're going to look over it, apply to your university straight away. So it's like, I don't blame, I honestly don't blame them, but, I feel like a subject that really helped me open up my mind was, mind was doing sociology. And that really gave me a deeper insight into life and how society works and the way that um, the school system just 
schools you to become a certain thing and to go through a certain system and when not not a lot of people have gone through that um that stage of um, educating themselves so i don't blame people for being like that but it's definitely a comfort zone definitely a comfort zone and i feel like people just like all right cool i don't care once i leave university and i've got my i've got my job then that's going to be life that i'm calm but until then i'm just going to mess about and live my best life yeah what what you said then like both of you is about being in a comfort zone there's no expectation that that's the the thing that must be I mean, I'm not at uni yet, so I don't know. But that's the thing that, that must be so good about it, that there's no, no one's expecting you to, to have a job and no one's expecting you to do anything. Because if you turn around to your mum or you turn around to some auntie that you only see once a year and go, oh, yeah, I'm at uni, then it's like, oh, that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You could, be doing, you could be doing any degree. Like, they don't, they don't mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm at uni and automatically it's okay. Whereas if you turn around and said, oh, for the last six months, I've been reading a book, two books a week, and I've been watching all these motivational videos, I've been making a business plan, be like, Love you're unemployed, do you know what I mean? That, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think that, that's a problem that, that people our age face, like the people, other people that are older judging. Yeah, going back to what you said about them only teaching you to be a certain thing, they teach you down the path of being teachers, and what you said a few sentences, ages ago, um, about the more most you learn off someone who's not in a very good position as a teacher, not getting paid well, and yet that when you're career advice off someone who's not on very well money, and you're like, why are you in a position to tell me? What That's the- actually so like- funny, you know. Them, them school um, career advisors, they're just in their little office and they're out here telling you how to live your life and stuff. And I'm just thinking, I just want to ask them the question that, when you was growing up, is this what you wanted to do? <laughs> is, it, is that honestly what you wanted to do like honestly if, it, if that's what you wanted to do and you're happy with it then I'm all for you being happy but did you honestly grow up saying you want to be a career advisor yeah. and when you start to ask questions like that it really sets things into play because it just goes to show that they're just doing it because they were forced into that position and that was probably one of the only job roles that was actually there where, when they were looking for jobs and they just want the money so I just don't like that a lot, especially if university you're paying and the person's not even in the position where, like, if you go to do a business degree, they don't even show you how to open up a business on company's house. They don't even show you these simple things. So it's like, how am I getting advice from somebody? Paying good money, getting advice from somebody that hasn't even done what I want to do. It just doesn't, because you come out of university and then it's like, what do I really do with my life now? Like, at the end of the day, like, you can take your, um, your driving theory test, but it doesn't mean you can take a practical just because you've learned the knowledge doesn't mean you can actually drive. So I, I just really, I'm a big advocate for learning from people that are really doing it now and can get you straight into the deep end. You can start um, shadowing them straight away and they can show you the way straight away. Yeah, that was that was a little bit too close to the heart with the, the theory and the practical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like what we, we say with career advisors, like they, they, get, they, put, they get slagged off quite a bit on this podcast, don't they? But, like you said, if that's what you wanted to do and you're in it because you, you, your passion was to help kids and that's, that's what you thought, that's fine. But probably yeah. statistically and, and what's most likely is that most most of them didn't want to do that when you were kids and, and have just been forced into that. And like you said, that puts them doesn't put them in a position to be able to guide you on, on the path that you want to go on. But yeah. for you personally, in terms of like self-development, have you what, what, what sort of your top books and things that you've read that you'd recommend? 
Um, the best book that I've read is Think Like a Monk. That was the last book I read, and that one's just, it was life-changing, that one. Like, the thing that I really liked about it is that it, probably, it really gives you tasks to do. And there's so many things that, for example, with the morning routines, he just says to make sure that before you go to sleep, the morning always starts the night before. So just write down three things that you want to do in the morning before you even start, before you even pick up your phone, write down three things. And it's just all about having gratitude for life as well. Just appreciating everything. Because once you start to appreciate the small things, then it's going to make you a lot happier because especially being in England, it's very, it's very easy to get caught up into the whole just wanting money, money, money. If you've got, you, you get one target and you want to move on to the next one, you don't actually sit down and be happy with what you've got and just appreciate the journey that you've come across so far. And especially within London, it's just like, it's just a big cycle of people just depressed over money. And this book just really teaches you how to deal with stuff like that. And it teaches you how to deal with negativity, fear, finding your purpose, being intentional with things. It gives you a few meditations as well. And it's just overall, it's just such a good book and it's really helped me change my mindset, just grow everything and just deal with a lot of things. And it gives you a lot of practical examples as well. So I definitely recommend it for anyone out there that's looking for a personal development book. That's definitely the best one that I've read. Yeah, you said about like writing things when you wake up and I think like little things like that have such a, a big effect on your day and you probably don't even notice it, but it just wakes you up and puts you in like a positive mindset, like getting up doing a workout like it sets you up for the day and I think doing something in the morning along them lines it just it puts you in the the right mindset to carry on with your day I just want to ask you one more question on uni because if you had the option to go back to the start so you know went to uni but say you knew all the knowledge about it would you go I'd probably just go for the first time because I think it's good to always I think it's good to um, be able to experience something and then after learn from that experience but um, because I could, I might have regretted not going at all now. But I've had that experience. I know that it's not for me, and I, I've really had my fun. That I've been able to say, yeah, I've done that. I've had that um, nice little bit in my life where I've been able to mess about for a bit, have that little fun time, and now it's serious mode. So I would do it again if I didn't go just for the first term. I would have left by December instead of March this time. But I would have had that little time there and then I would have gone back. But with university, it's not something that it's not something that I see people taking very seriously a lot of the time. And it's more that just to have that little time in your life where you can say, I like to I'm a big person, I like to experience everything in life. So I'd wanna I'd still wanna have that little experience there because now I can talk about it and I can have that extra opinion in life. Because now when somebody talks about the um entrepreneur life, for example, or the personal development side of life I can talk about it when someone comes to the university side I can talk about it as well so I just like to have an overall um good range of knowledge and everything yeah that, that's an interesting opinion I thought you would have said something along them lines but what I wanted to move on to now we mentioned it at the start about your traveling and I've seen you went to places like Norway I've seen you go to other places on your Instagram and you also said you wanted to set up an MMA gym in like Norway or Switzerland yeah at the very start did that come because of travel? Um, to be fair, I've never been a big fan of England, and especially when you get into the um, into the, the um, business world, you start to realise that it is really, really hard to become successful within England. And I feel like the the quality of life in me in 
places like Switzerland and Norway, it's a lot nicer. I feel like the air is just clean. I feel like it's just some, such a much nicer place. I haven't been to Switzerland yet, but I've just seen everything and I've, I've spoken to people as well that's from there. And I feel like people are a lot happier there as well. So I, I feel like in England, it's just such a depressed kind of place and people are just so negative all the time. People, a lot of the time, are just putting people down all the time. I just don't, I don't like being around that kind of environment. And I feel like when I was in Norway that I got shown so much love the environment was just perfect. I just love the air. I love everything about it. So being somewhere like that would definitely um, be the kind of thing that I'd be looking for within the future. But um, yeah, definitely from my traveling experience as well. Yeah, I think it, it also depends what you want because like like you said, that the people are nicer and things. But when, so an example I've used before was like Tenerife. We, we were in Tenerife like a month ago or whatever. And it was, it was like, we, we stayed in the north and it was really quiet and it was really like local and for, uh, it wasn't for me it might be in the future like in in 10 20 years that's what i might want but at the minute it wasn't for me and we went down south it was full of english people where it was dead lively and it was like yeah mm. this is this is what i like like especially now like i said i don't know what it'll be like in the future but i, I need it to be lively so that's why places like london and new york are like attracted to me personally but yeah. i know what you mean it sort of depends what stage you are and what you're actually looking for you know what it is as well with when it's when you're actually living somewhere and you're actually making your money there it's very different i feel because you're going to be there every day you're just walking past people just rushing to work every time and when you're around that kind of environment when it's not for a holiday then it's like this is this is really my life right now but um in terms of liveliness and that, like Asia, you definitely love Asia then because that every single day is popping out there. Like it's nice and hot, tropical, tropical vibes. Everyone's just everyone's so free. That's what I really loved about it as well. People just don't care. Everyone's just happy. Everyone's lively. Everyone's partying every day. And it's like over the, That's what I like about there as well a lot more than here because like there's a lot of parties here. But it's like when you're in Asia, everyone's just free. Like nobody's judging you. Even like when you're still here, people want you got to wear certain type of people want you to wear certain type of clothes. You can't even get into certain clubs without wearing designer. But literally in Asia, if you wear a pair of flip flops and a ripped, ripped vest, you can go wherever you want. It doesn't matter what you're wearing, it doesn't matter where you're from. They just they just want you to catch a vibe. So that's what I really like out there. People just free with themselves, and that's what really got me into my kind of mindset right now as well because it just made me think that why am I caring so much about what people think about me? when out there, I was at my happiest stage of my life. And I was just, every day I'd be wearing flip-flops and just some, any old vest, some barcode vest. And I was living my best life. So I came back here and it was like, people are just so depressed all the time. They, and they've even, they're even in a good financial situation as well. So it's like, people aren't really chasing the right thing. But um, yeah. Yeah, I think like those two things you said there, one was, was that the, realization that you get when you just like realize that no one cares is is like the best thing and you can just do what you want like no one's bothered and no one will be bothered in five years so you might sort of do it now mm. uh, but the other thing that you said was was about like parties and going out and like the way you have to dress and things and it's like it's almost like an instagram party isn't it like you go and it's like the, the main purpose of the party is to get instagram pictures and to look good yeah, on yeah, yeah. Like, What's the point? I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I like dressing up like in designer clothes and going to parties. It's mm. it's enjoyable, but at the same time, I wouldn't let it get in the way of like it being fun. Do you know what I mean? But a lot of people, yeah, yeah, I do. Like, uh, like a lot of people do do that. And when you said about 
uh, if you're making your money somewhere, then it can be completely different. I get that as well. Like, it's not something you can really know until you get there. So mm-hmm. I think for me, one thing I thought is once I do start to move, and that, that's why having like online businesses and um, a platform is so important because it gives you the freedom to be able to move. If, if I go to London, I think this isn't for me, then it's like, well, it's time to go. I need to move somewhere else and maybe try yeah. somewhere like Asia or, or somewhere like that. So I think it's important that, that you have, you find a way to give yourself freedom. Yeah, 100%, man. That's always the goal. That's definitely always the goal. I know we're tight on time here, and I know you're going to work, and, and we've got to go to college, so we'll wrap it up with one last question. Would You uh, you said, well, when you went to uni, you were away from your family, and say you went to a new country, it'd be a new language, new food, new, new people, all them kind of things. Would that ever fear you, or would you just take it in your stride? You know what? I just love learning. I love embracing other people's cultures. Like, right now, I'm learning Spanish as well. So... I love getting involved with other people. And I think it's so cool to be able to have that other side to you as well. Like if I just started speaking fluent Spanish out of nowhere right now, it's just like, right, I wouldn't have expected that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I love just being able to have like that secret kind of communication with other people and just having that other side to you as well. Like I love embracing other people's cultures. So like I'm, I'm literally all for it, to be fair. Like it doesn't really scare me or anything like that. I'm just happy to be able to learn more stuff about other people be able to get more knowledge for myself and just get i just i'm just trying to get myself out of my comfort zone as well because with me like even for example like now that i'm learning spanish it's like i'm finding some stuff hard but what excites me is that it's going to be easy and i'm going to be fluent soon so that's what really excites me it's like just thinking about the other side because it's like with tiktok my videos were rubbish at the start but now i'm confident i'm doing it and it's like, I always know I'm going to come out on the other side. So it's just about keep working and then just wait until the results come. Yeah, we had someone on the podcast from um, South Africa and we asked him about travelling. And he, he said like he just didn't have a clue. He'd, be, he'd basically be a bit, a bit, he didn't use the word scared, but I think that's what he was trying to suggest. But yeah. no, you're tight on time, so I'm going to let you go. So thanks for, thanks for coming on. It's been a good yeah, podcast. I yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man. Thank you.